Good Friday morning, everybody. It is the last Friday for us before school gets started back, so we are just uh, trying to maximize these last few days. It's been a week or two since my last upload, and uh, lots happened in the last week, um, specifically the last couple days. Big trades going down in both the NBA and baseball. We had the All-Star break uh, Monday, Tuesday, and uh, maybe the worst possible sports day of the year on Wednesday. There is no... I, I think this is the only day of the year where there's no baseball, football, basketball, or golf. Maybe... Uh, I, I don't think there's another day that has none of those sports going on. So we made it through those days, but I want to talk about the my thoughts on the trades that went down. Um, first... The uh, the most recent one was the big trade yesterday in the NBA that brought Carmelo Anthony to the Atlanta Hawks for Dennis Schroeder. I think there was another team in there, and it was a three-team deal technically. The Sixers, I think. Um, we sent Mike Muscala to the Sixers. So the Hawks, um, <laughs> it's funny. This headline, Carmelo Anthony was traded to the Hawks. If that headline comes out three or four years ago, I'd be ecstatic. But basically... It sounds like Carmelo Anthony's never going to play a game or even suit up for the Hawks. We're going to buy out his contract, and it sounds like he's going to sign with the Houston Rockets. So we will never see Carmelo Anthony in a Hawks uniform, which is kind of a bummer. Um, but we do get rid of Dennis Schroeder and his contract. I think he's got three years left, $15 million per year. And we pick up another first-round pick. I think it's top 15 protected. So um, we've got all sorts of first-round picks coming in the next couple years and I think ultimately that's going to be a good thing my my kind of thought on the NBA right now is there's only about five or six teams that can win the title so why even try is kind of a simple way to do it a simple way to say it I think the strategy that the Hawks are putting in place makes a lot of sense let's let's take these next couple years to rebuild and you know in 2021 2022 you're going to have LeBron, Kevin Durant, all these guys starting to enter the twilight of their career and these new young guys are going to have a chance to step up and do something. So, I think you know if I were going to grade the Hawks trade um yesterday, I'm going to give it a B minus because um I still think we're selling low on Dennis Schroeder. I know he's got a lot of stuff going on. Heck, I think he's got a he's charged with a felony right now, so he may never even step on the court next year, but I think anytime you're trading a 25-year-old point guard who's um, going to get you 20 points and six or seven assists a game for basically nothing is um, can't give can't give us an A for A for that. But um, I do think it was time for him to move on. So overall, not not the worst trade we've ever made. We've ever made. Moving on to baseball trades, two big ones went down. Um, was kind of bummed to see the Braves not being on, being more on the Manny Machado talk. I know there was some some rumor there for a while that he potentially could end up in Atlanta. You know, I end up looking at the package that uh, the Dodgers sent to Baltimore for Machado, and I see really no top forty prospects in the deal I think the top guy was the Diaz uh, or Diaz and he was um, Keith Law's 49th best prospect so you have the 49th best prospect and a few other decent prospects 
go to Baltimore in exchange for a top five player. I know he's just a rental, um, but that deal makes the Dodgers the team to beat in the in the National League, and they really didn't give up any superstar level talent um, for him. And all I can say is, you know, if you think about it this way, if that deal, if if the Braves send, um, say like Max Fried, who is a top sixty, top seventy prospect, plus a few other guys. And that's a similar package. I don't care what anybody wants to say. You know, we we all try to play kind of armchair GM and say, and I think a lot of times we overvalue our players. But the, the there's no way you can kind of get around the package that Dodger the Dodgers sent was not very much. Um, and I think if you are the Braves and you make that deal, you're the team to be. If you put Machado in our lineup. Um, I know we've got a lot of questions in the bullpen. And I still think we're going to sure up the bullpen with another move. But um, you put Machado in the number two spot, I think, um, or the number four spot, maybe move Marquez to the number two spot. We become the team to beat in the National League. And although that still probably makes us the fifth or sixth best team in the league, because I think the top four or five teams in the league are in the American League, if you got if you're if you can make a move without giving up your top four or five prospects and it puts you as the favorite in the National League with a chance to win the World Series, I think you got to do that deal. So I'm disappointed the Braves weren't in on that. Um, if I have to grade what the Dodgers – I mean, I think that's an A-plus deal for the Dodgers because they can re-sign them too. I mean, that's the other part of this is they uh, they give up really none of their no, – no top flight, top tier prospects and they give – a guy a chance to come there preview the city and it's almost like they're whining and dining him for for three or four months kind of showing him what it's like to be in LA increasing their chances to sign him as a free agent because people say well they could have just signed him as a free agent next year well one that doesn't help you win the world series this year and two I think you increase the chances of signing Machado when he's already on your team for obvious reasons especially when you're in a city like Los Angeles so um, a plus rating for the Dodgers in that deal I, I think you got to give the Orioles an F because um, for so many reasons. One, they, they had they had this guy for six or seven years and never um, put a deal in place locking him up till he's 30 years old like maybe the Braves did with Freddie Freeman. You know, I think that's a big, big mistake. And then, obviously, six months ago, I think the writing was on the wall that he wasn't going to resign there. And you, 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 every day you wait to trade him, his trade value goes down because the team that gets him has him for less amount for, for less time. So bad job, Baltimore. And then lastly, the last deal I want to talk about is the one that went down yesterday between San Diego and Cleveland. Um, kind of, to me, just knowing what happened with Manny Machado deal, it's crazy to me that you could argue that the Padres got significantly more for a closer than the Orioles got for one of the best hitters in the game. And I know this closer is under contract for a couple more years, but the Indians gave up a top five prospect for Brad Hand, and I think it's it's a it's a good move for them. I think this is a trade. This is your this is a trade that's a win for both teams in the fact that I think it shores up the Cleveland bullpen. Cleveland is in that tough American League, but I think they've got a chance to come out of there and win it with their pitching staff as it's healthy, their lineup, um, and you know they've got some good arms already in the bullpen. So bringing a guy like Hand to the bullpen makes them uh, even better. 
doesn't make him the favorite in the American League, but I think it gives him an even better shot to, to somehow come out of there. Um, you know, they've got to get past Boston, New York, Houston. That's just going to be an amazing playoff. The American League playoffs is going to be really good. Can't wait to see what happens there. So, Anyway, those are my thoughts. Hope everybody has a great weekend, and I uh, hope everybody had a great summer. Talk to you soon.